Hey, we wrote a book. It's called Bat Digest, The Independent Bat Buyer's Guide. It is a bat-fitting book that is now available on Audible. That's right, it's an audiobook. So those of you who hate to read or you're driving in your car and you're like, I don't have time to read, yo. I'd listen to a book, but I wouldn't read a book. This is your moment. Look in the description, there's a link to Audible. You can go and buy the book. It's about two hours. If you don't like the sound of my voice, you can two-time speed that bad boy and rock and roll. You get the six steps of buying the best bat every single time, as well as some absolute ranting and raving by us on the industry. It is. It, it should just warm your soul, and our expectation is you listen to it over and over and over again until you leave a five-star rating, and uh, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. On Audible, check it out. We're so excited for it. We're so excited for people like you to listen to it. The first book ever on bat fitting. This is Bat Digest, the podcast. Today is a mound visit episode where we take your questions at batdigest.com forward slash advice. We'll do some shopping, some suggesting. We might even go try to find a link or two to save you a couple bucks, get you a good bat. We're going to do everything. We're going to do everything but pay for it. We got about 10 questions today, so let's jump right in. Question one comes straight out of PA from Ryan Olszewski, longtime correspondent. Thanks for reaching out again. It says, my son wants a wood bat. He's a freshman in high school and does maybe one wooden bat tournament a year. He's always loved hitting with wood bats and trains with a cam wood as well. I can't justify buying an expensive wood bat for how much he uses it. Any suggestions on a low-end sub $80 wood bat? Yeah, we do. We have a, a couple of ideas for you if you want to get quality wood bat for a reasonable price. And there's really three ways to approach it. The first way is you go to one of these major manufacturers, and specifically Louisville Slugger or Rawlings, and you look for their entry-level wood bats. Louisville Sluggers is called the Select Cut and the Series 5. The Select Cut's like a little bit over 100 bucks, at least their stock price. I'm guessing you can find a discount on that bat if you shop around a little bit. We could not find one as we were just looking here, but I'm confident that $109 will drop down if you get the right outlet. Rawlings version of that bat is called the Big Stick Elite. So their Big Stick Elite's kind of their entry-level bat. You can usually find those for about $100 and sometimes they're down around 90. And so again, Big Stick Elite would be another good idea if you didn't like that select cut from Slugger. The second approach you can do, if you search small wood bat companies, a number will come up. In fact, we have even have a page that sort of keeps track of these on our website. But small wood bat companies claim, and I believe them, to buy their high-end wood billets from the same place as everybody else does. So Marucci, Chandler, these $220 bats, you can find these small boutique wood bat companies that are milling and turning out their bats. Maybe not milling, they're just turning out their bats to have the same shape as these $220 bats, except for they're selling them for like half the price. Now, it's uncommon to see one for under 80 bucks, so that might not fit. But between like 90 and $120, you can go check out a bat company like Three Brothers Bats, like Meridian, like Meridian might be out of business actually. I haven't looked in a little bit. Like Veterans Bat Company. The list honestly goes on. There's a lot of dudes in their basement or in their garage who have a lathe and they'll really like this stuff. And frankly, it's a lot how like companies like Marucci and Victus even got started is that, you know, just some guy had a lot of interest in building this wood bat that looked awesome, felt awesome and performed awesome. So that would be approach number two, although again, a little more expensive than you probably want to pay. Third option is probably where we would go, 
with 80 bucks for a high quality wood bat. And that is we would search for a Blem bat. We would search for a Blem, specifically a Marucci bat. In fact, if we do it right now, Blem Marucci wood bat, Blem, we're saying Blem like Blemish, B-L-E-M. And without surprise to us, Just Bats came up. They have a Marucci Maple Wood baseball bat that's $79.95. What a deal. Under $80. This is the one for you. The only problem with these bats when you buy these, they don't tell you what the turn is because it's basically bats. They don't have any structural issues with them. The blem is always something cosmetic. And honestly, we, we've owned a couple of these before. We can never find the cosmetic issue. But there's something like where the knots are in the wood don't pass sort of the Marucci standard. And so they end up selling these bats for discounts. They still paint them. They still look good. You honestly can't even tell. But they're inexpensive, like $80, less than half price. That's where we would go for you is I would look for a blem bat from a major company. And right now, the one we found real quick was a Marucci blem, 80 bucks, just bats. What a deal, what a deal. Thanks for reaching out, Ryan. Next question comes from Tyson out of Utah. It says, love the podcast and mound visit. Thanks for answering all the questions and great information. Thanks, Tyson. We appreciate it. We, uh, we, we like doing this and we appreciate you listening. My son is a high school freshman. He's 6'3", 140 pounds. All right. Had the 32-inch glow stick version of the Quattro last year and loved it until it broke. We could have finished that sentence for you. Great bat. Uh, now now hitting the replacement 32-inch black Quattro. Not sure what year that is. Yeah, if it's black and red, it could be like 2020, black and green, 2019. Anyways, uh, and he likes it as well. Knowing that the Quattro won't last forever, looking for a future replacement and or a cold weather bat, something with an alloy barrel, but could be two-piece. What would you recommend for a similar feel? Would like to stay in the $300 range, but want to get back, get a bat he'll like, so would consider mo uh, going more if needed. Yeah, Tyson, good question. Our knee-jerk reaction here are two ideas. One is an older, maybe like a 2020 Easton Fuse hybrid. Probably only going to be able to find those on eBay. In fact, if we go and just look for this bad boy. Right now, we're just typing in Fuse Hybrid BB Core 32 into eBay, see what we get. And the first, yeah, there you go. Wow, that's amazing. A $32.29, $299.95 with free shipping. Easton Fuse Hybrid 360. I mean, there it really is hard to go wrong with that bat. A little bit heavier. Obviously, it's going to swing heavier than the Quattro because it's an alloy barrel. But it's got that two-piece feel, kind of a stiffer connection, and it's an alloy bat. It really checks all the boxes for you. The only other idea we might look for, and unfortunately because... Those deals are done for Black Friday. And by the way, and I know I know we all know this, but it's such a terrible time to buy bats right now. Manufacturers and vendors, they just know, they know that we need bats. And they are just going to stick it to us at every turn. So hopefully you bought a couple weeks ago, or hopefully this is more about buying in, you know, January, February type time. Although honestly, it's not much better then. But you might get some deals that pop up then as they try to run out some inventory because new bats are coming in. But the next three weeks are just or really two weeks before Christmas, absolutely terrible, terrible time to try to get a deal on a bat. Not, not how it goes. But uh, it's possible that you could probably find a Victus Knox used. Uh, they were like 340 or so, I think, la the last couple of weeks. We're seeing some Victus Knox on here. They look like they're all used. I probably wouldn't pay much more than $150 to $175 on a used Victus Knox in a 32. If I wanted it really bad, then maybe I'd go up to 200. Otherwise, can't find one of those or don't really like the idea of a used market, then I would buy that Easton Fuse Hybrid from 2020 for 300 bucks brand new. Yeah, I'm not seeing a BB Core Victus Knox by the way for less than 250, 
we'd spend 50 more and just get the brand new fuse. We like that batch just as much as the Knox, although the Knox has more mystique and maybe a cooler name. Anyways, Tyson, thanks for listening. Hope that helps. Keep up the good work and uh, go Utah. Next question comes from Eugene out of Indiana. Might be our first Indiana question. We love it. Thanks, Eugene. It says, please compare and contrast the Marucci Cat 9 Connect 2021 with the Louisville Slugger Solo 2021. We're talking U-Triple-S-A Drop 5. Okay, okay. This is kind of a fun a fun one. The good, the good news is, is they're, they're considerably different, except for, no, no, they're different. Well, I was going to say, except for the alloy barrel, which is which is sort of keeps them the same, but they're both your triple SA bats. I guess they're both drop five bats, obviously, and they have an alloy barrel. That's about where the similarities end. They're both built in this drop five space, so they try to have a heavier swing. But the Connect is going to swing heavier than the Solo. It's a two piece bat. That is the Connect, hence the name Connect. That means it has a composite handle and an alloy barrel. They're going to feel way different when you hit those bats. If you were to close your eyes and not think about paint job and mystique and design at all and just hit them, you would immediately notice a difference between those two bats. They swing and feel completely different because that two-piece connection on the Connect is actually a little bit flexible. That Solo is a single-piece alloy. It's going to hurt and wring your hands. Now, it's not always going to hurt and wring your hands because when you square it up, it's going to feel absolutely magnificent. So we like to believe that better hitters tend to prefer bats that are stiffer. That's generally true, but of course not always true. So the better a player gets, the less the distinction between the Cat Connect and the Louisville Slugger Solo will matter. But we do think a better hitter will probably prefer the Solo a little bit better, although it swings a little bit lighter. We think a stronger hitter, even though not necessarily a better hitter, would probably prefer something more like the Connect because it has a better swing weight. I'm sorry, I don't mean better. I mean heavier swing weight. But the price points are different on the bat. They're made from different companies. The feel is just completely different. In terms of exit speeds, maybe, exit speeds tend to favor the bat that's heavier. So if they can swing it, everything else being equal, of course, the bat that's heavier is going to hit the ball harder. As a general rule, we would say the Cat 9 Connect is better than the Solo as a general rule. But again, it just depends on what hitter you want and what your budget is. Uh, we definitely wouldn't be mortgaging the farm just so we can get the Cat 9 Connect if the Solo was in our budget range. There you go, Eugene. There's sort of our knee-jerk reaction between comparing those two very different bats. Next question and comment comes from Kevin out of Texas. Kevin says, any opinion on the Camwood training bats? Oh my goodness, we already talked about this, but I'm, I'm talking about a little bit more. And then an update on a previous episode on the uh, midget. We're not allowed to say midgets, I guess. That's what my wife told me. So we're not going to say that. We're not going to say midget. We're going to say the, the vertically challenged kid. If you remember the episode about this, this is the update. It says, as to the 31-inch drop eight in USA, it was a little like hen's teeth, but I did order him a possible solution. All right. Kevin is from Texas. I do not understand the reference to hen's teeth. All right. I do not do not know what's going on with that, but I'm going to read it as if I do. And then I'm just going to move on from that. But it says, an update as to the 31 drop eight in USA was a little like hen's teeth, <laughs> but I did order him a possible solution. Turns out that Victus in their pro custom line has several youth profiles. We're talking about wood bats here for an extra 10 bucks. You can spec it out at a drop six, seven, or eight, and the colors in the custom engraving. We agree, by the way, we've, we've, we've had one of these before. They're awesome. So he ordered an LL1 Youth Custom Pro Reserve and a 31 drop seven, beautiful, and also picked up an Axe USA 31 drop eight on Black Friday sale. Awesome, Kevin. That's a, that, that's a great update. We, we super appreciate that. And let us know how you like that, both the LL1 as well as the USA Axe in a 31 drop eight, Camwood training bats. 
Here, here's our take. And knowing, as we mentioned earlier, we actually don't know. We, we, we've tried them before, but we've never been super impressed to the sense that we just say, oh, you got to try the Camwood bat. So maybe that's our answer. At the end of the day, getting the knob to the ball, I think is super, super useful. And we'll say it until we're blue in the face. Anything, anything that can get kids hitting and swinging a bat, if that's a Camwood, if that's a bat sensor, if that's a new wiffle ball bat, I don't care. Anything that gets them swinging is good. Anything that gets them swinging better is even better. That seems like like the most obvious commentary ever. Those people who have the Camwood training bats, they like them enough and they feel like they, they're really helping mechanics because they're really getting that knob to the ball. That's a win, man. That's a win. So, hey, if your kid likes it and it gets him hitting and it feels like he really dials in his confidence and his the structure to his swing, we will say all day, every day, that's an absolute win. Go for it. Now, of course, the other question is, are there other things that are less expensive and maybe less obtrusive and less irritating to, to tote around than an entire set of training bats? Uh, the answer is probably yes. And maybe that's a wiffle ball bat. Maybe that's heavy bats. Maybe that's that zip and rip thing from skills that you like tie to a tree and you like pull your hands apart really fast and the ball flies down the zip line. You got to hit it with a wiffle ball bat. Super fun. If that gets my kid out in the front yard hitting more than the Camwood bats, I probably would prefer that $25 little toy over maybe uh, whatever the Camwood bats are these days. How much are the Camwood bats, by the way? Should we look it up? We should. We should because we shop here. Camwood bats. And there's also some other companies that have come out because apparently the Camwood folks lost their patent or didn't lose it. They just, I guess it ran out. Looks like you can find one of these Camwood bats. I'm looking at one right now. 100 bucks on, on Dick's Sporting Goods. And they got a bunch of different sizes and they got other ones. And so you could, I think you can get an entire like arsenal of Camwood bats to warm up with. So there you go. There, there's our take. Uh, we're not sold on it, but we're also not anti-Camwood bats. Like we know there are some people out. Hope all is well and good luck to the midget. I mean, the boy this year. I hope, uh, hope he just rakes, absolutely rakes. Merry Christmas to you guys and your family. Next question comes from Steve out of Arizona. He says, I'm looking for advice for my son's next UCCA bat in the drop five. He's 12 years old, 5'4", 130. All right, it's a good size. Last year, we bought the drop five CF, and he could not control the barrel. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's weird how heavy that, that CF in a drop five gets, right? That bad boy is an end-loaded bat. So many mishits, and he could not hold back on the off-speed. So we went back to the 2019 CF drop eight and went right back to hitting the ball hard. Makes perfect sense. I'm, I'm interested in the new ZOA, and I read that it is lighter than the CF. When I look at the weighting here, it is a B plus for MOI. If I'm reading that right, it sounds like it is pretty balanced, way more than the 2021 CF Drop 5. Good conversation here. I th oh, man, I, and, I, and I just realized reading your question that our site is confusing. So in the MOI, when we rank our bats, and I assume that's what you're referring to, we used to have it, it used to be a scale, one, two, three, four, or five. Well, the problem was is people then thought that a five was better than a one, but there's no there's no goodness here. It's just it's just a rating out of being from light all the way to heavy. And so B plus, as you show me that, I think oh I think Steve is thinking B plus might mean like it's a grade like A minus B plus C plus. No B plus actually just stands for balance plus. At one point I think I feel like we had that clear, but I think we changed that because the graphic didn't really fit very well on mobile. Anyways, this is the life of a web designing dad blogger that's trying to like give information to people. B plus is not what we, we don't mean it's a B plus grade. We just mean it's balanced and it's a plus balance. I mean, it's a little bit heavier than average. And that's specifically for the drop five bat. 
we think the ZOA and the CF both actually swing about the same. In fact, this there's going to be so much confusion, we feel like, this year and next year. But honestly, we think marketing companies do this on purpose. We think they make it as confusing as possible so people will just buy everything. But let's think about this for a second. The CF in USSSA has been the leading bat for since the dawn of time. Like, we, we can't even remember a time when there was a USSSA big barrel, USSSA bat, that was not dominated by the CF. In the last two or three years, we've seen the Marucci Cat and the Marucci Cat Composite and Connect sort of come online, but they're still nowhere close to the CF. They're still nowhere close to DeMarini CF. It just, it just not in drop eight, in drop 10, or in drop five. The CF has absolutely won. And so this year, 2022, DeMarini does what? Do they double down on the CF? They sort of do in a weird way. And that is they make a bat that's a heck of a lot like the CF. It does have a little bit of a stiffer connection. It might swing a little bit lighter, but probably just about the same. That is, for all intents and purposes, a bat built for the same type of player. In fact, I would love I would love to hear a DeMarini sales rep try and explain to me the difference. What player should buy the ZOA Drop 10? What player should buy the CF Drop 10 in USSSA? And they might have some answer, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be a good one, with the exception maybe of some stiffness. That is, the ZOA is a little more stiffer than the CF. But when it comes to swing weight, when it comes to barrel profile, when it comes to intent, when it comes to connection piece, whatever, they're they're the same bat. They literally took the first place bat in the CF and they made another one and they called it the ZOA. And yeah, did they upgrade some stuff? Sure, sure. I guess it's a little stiffer. Maybe the barrel profile is made with a little more magic sawdust. The CF is the number one bat and the ZOA, we think for 2021, 22, will be the second best bat, quote unquote best bat. Most popular CF, second most popular ZOA. If no one in USSSA knew this, there's actually multiple bat companies that make USSSA. If you can believe it, there's a, there's a bat called the Easton Hype. Anybody ever heard of it before? There's a bat called the Marucci Connect. There's a bat called the Axe Avenge. There's a bat called the Sluggard's Meta. All these bats are like trying to break into the space, but DeMarini has been so successful, so successful in the USSSA space that they made another bat exactly like the other bat. And there's going to be so much confusion because I think a lot of people are going to go to a website and be like, well, should I buy the ZOA or the CF? The ZOA or the CF? Well, what's the difference? Surely the company didn't just remake the same kind of bat with a different name and a $50 more expensive. Surely they didn't. Surely they didn't do that, right? No. No, they did. They did. That was a long that was a long answer, but I'm not sure if the CF or the ZOA is going to feel much different in terms of swing weight. Now, if he grew, maybe he grew so that drop five would work, but the drop five CF and the drop five ZOA, I think are going to work the same amount for him. If they both don't work, they're both not going to work. But there's nothing about the swing weight that I think is going to solve any issue there. But he might have grown into that drop five. And if that's what you want, I think flip a coin. If he wants a stiffer bat, go for the ZOA. If he wants a less stiff bat, go for the CF. But they're both going to have a big barrel. They're both going to perform great. And one's going to save you 50 bucks. But, you know, if it's Christmas, it's Christmas. The other thing we learned is that we need to go in there and look at that B+. And we need to figure out a way to change that for it to make sense on our drop five type bats where we do have like a lot of B pluses because they're more than balanced. We want to give people the impression that even though the ZOA and the CF are quote unquote light swinging bats, we don't want them to ever buy a, a drop five thinking, oh, this is an L plus or just a light swinging bat. This is actually a, a more than a balanced bat, not necessarily heavy. Anyways, very confusing. We're very confusing. Thanks for pointing that out, Steve. We appreciate it. We hope that helped, although I feel like I didn't answer your question at all, but uh, there you go. That's what we think about the ZOA and the CF. Question comes from Mike. Uh, we're talking U-Triple-S-A bats. He's got an 8U boy, 4'6", 75 pounds, about a 50-mile-an-hour swing. 
He really likes his 2019 Easton B Speed and a 2818. Love it. He also has a 2919 waiting in the wings. I have purchased your bat fitting and data set too. Some of his friends like the bat, but have cat eights and cat nines. They think they'll swing lighter. I tried to check the swing weight and I see two B speeds listed in your 2019 tables. May I ask which one is the correct swing weight? My son is trying to convert a few of the kids to swing their old USA bats. Thanks for your videos and smarts too. Mike, we appreciate that other people out there are willing to sort of think through bats. I've been asked a lot, does it require, to buy the right bat, does it require this sort of interest from the from the from a dad like yourself or like myself, does it require that kind of interest to buy the right bat? You know, and if I'm being honest, I don't know that it does. But I do think it's fun. I think it's I think it's fun. I mean, I just think it's fun to sort of dive into it and really appreciate sort of the science and the art of it all and just make sure some confirmation, at least to give us confidence before we pull the trigger on something. And I think there's a lot of dads out there like us who are like that. Like, does it really matter? Eh, probably not. I mean, pro let's let's be honest with each other. Probably not. But is it fun to think about? Yeah. Yeah, I actually think it is pretty darn fun to think about. And we do think occasionally we'll find a tidbit or a piece of information here that actually will be, will actually be useful and actually give us some kind of benefit. With that said, I popped open our 2019 data sheet and I do in fact see two B speeds on there. One 3121, another 3121, both U and the swing weights are 5817 and the other one I see is 5503. Now those of you who have never purchased our swing weight and data table before, you're missing out, you know? You're missing out. Are you really? I'm not sure, but I I, I think you are. We, we put all the data we find for all of our reviews, we started keeping a spreadsheet back in like 2015 and then we sort of formalized it and then by like 2017 or 18 we said, hey, people might want to actually have this information too. It's basically just our data dump. Um, a little bit messy. I wish it was cleaner, but it kind of is what it is because we just review these bats and I just pump all the data onto these things for our swing weights, for our exit speeds, and any other kind of weird thing we're trying to measure that year like compression tests or swing speeds, weird stuff like that. Now the question some of you might be having who have bought it is, hey, where's the 2022 data sheet? As we've said in previous podcasts, the, the release of 2022 bats has been an absolute disaster. Like, we are still waiting to get bats in. We don't have them. Like, they're not here. And so we have started building the spreadsheets. All the bats aren't together. It doesn't make a lot of sense to do half of them now, then half of them later. We just, we kind of like to do them all at the same time with the same kind of hitters, same baseballs, same humidity in the room, all that kind of stuff that affects it. We just want it to be consistent. And so we keep waiting. We keep waiting. We, we originally hoped to have it out by Black Friday, but... Clearly that didn't happen. We hope in the next couple of weeks, we know people are dying to, well, some people are dying to have it for buying the right bat for Christmas. But unfortunately for us, we're just not in a position to say, hey, we have access to all these bats and we're not gonna sit around and make the data up. We know we have to have it out before the season comes in full swing. And really that's like the third or fourth week in January. And at some point we're just gonna say, hey, forget it. If we can't get these bats in hand, neither can anybody else. So who cares if we have the data? Let's just rock and roll. That's the data sheet. So do know that that one's coming. If you want to go look at old data, you can go to our site, click on one of the links there. You can find it. And then buy us lunch, I think, and how that pretty much how that works. You are right, Mike. There are two bats on here. But here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. Th those are both accurate measurements. We just had two different versions. We had two bats. We had two B speeds in a 3121. And that difference of about 300 points from 55 to 58 is simply a representation of the tolerance that Easton and other companies allow. What you're noticing is exactly right. Those both are accurate. We just had two bats. We measured them. And, and this is some of the most disappointing news ever if you're actually paying attention to swing weights in the industry. And that really is that it just depends on what bat you get but the swing weight will be different. 
deep in our soul, we think this is a lot of the reason why companies are not very willing to publish their swing weight data and put it on their bat because they know that there's a tolerance issue. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's a crazy accusation we just made, but we think there's a lot of truth to that. Each bat is a little bit different, and the companies that are better at producing them maybe narrow that band a little bit, but still, there's just a lot of variability in individual models that you happen to pick up. That's just the truth of it. So those two bats you see that go from 5503 up to 5817, it is, in fact, the same model, same bat, same brand, different different actual unit, and therefore you get a different number. Compared to the Cat 8 or Cat 7 or Cat 9, 100% the B-Speed swings lighter than that. Who knows what those kids are thinking about when they pick up their cat thinking it swings lighter. It just isn't true. The B-Speed's one of the lighter swinging drop 10 bats out there. It always has been, especially in that drop 10 space. In fact, we're looking at it. We look at we see the Cat 8 for 2019. Yeah, that's like 5,900. That has a legit two points, uh, two percentage points above even the heavier B-Speed that we have. So anyways, we hope that helps maybe solve some the confusion because that bat does in fact is on there twice and does have different numbers well that's because we just had the bat twice and we measured both of them and those are the numbers we came up with and thanks a ton for your support over the years we love that uh, people are finding some use inside of those bat data charts that sort of dump all of our information into all right to tiffany from missouri ryan from nevada James from California, and Tracy from California. We're not going to be able to get to your full question this week. I do have them for next week, but I just want to give you the really short answers just in case you're chomping at the bit and you need to make a decision sooner rather than later. And those of you who are listening can just tune in next week and you'll actually know what we're talking about. Tiffany from Missouri. The answer is the LXT from Slugger, although it will never, it will never be as hot out of the wrapper as the Ghost. Ryan from Nevada. I think you need to go 28 drop 12. It's a 28 drop 12, so the 28 16. You might even want to go to 27 15. If she's not as coordinated and really might be struggling, she might like even one one inch smaller than that. James from California. I know you hate the ADV 360, and you should because it's it's not very durable. However, I would like to just say, I think it's probably more durable in a drop five than it is in that drop 11, which the drop 11 was like paper mache. I think you can really get some advantage in the 360. But if you don't like that, and fair enough, I would stay away from the true T1 and T2 in USA. The goods is a good idea, but if you're okay with a light swinging drop five, that one podcast you referred to, I didn't say anything about the Velo. Not sure why, but the Velo is another option on there if you want a light swing Look for the Velo in a 2022 USA Drop 5. If not, really the DeMarini, the Goods One Piece USA Drop 5, probably your only option. And for Tracy out of California, we got a good answer for you next week. But the short, short answer, go for the DeMarini CF or the Louisville Slugger Meta. But I would stay with the DeMarini CF because it swings lighter. Even though it does have a flexible connection in BB Core, I still think he'll like it a lot. And there you have it, folks. Bat Digest, the mound visit. We'll be back on Friday with some good stuff. We got we got someone lined up, we think. If we can just pin down the appointment, it's going to be amazing. If not, it's still going to be amazing. And if you have any questions, batdigest.com forward slash advice. That's batdigest.com forward slash advice. Submit them and we'll answer your questions right here. Have a great week, folks. Peace. Peace.